your mind in our search for the unknown who knows what we will find this is emergency exit i am your host los and with me as always today is brandon mitchell how you living buddy oh, i'm doing great how are you doing well nick is off for the week it is his anniversary with his lovely wife mm-hmm. happy anniversary yeah lemon it's her birthday today happy birthday lemon Happy anniversary, Nick and Laura. That's right. This is episode 37. Today is June 6, 2017. We are broadcasting to you again live from Los Studio in Austin, Texas. Thank you guys for joining us once again. How you feeling, Brandon? Man, I'm doing good. I had a pretty pretty good day at work. You know, it wasn't wasn't too too bad. Yeah. So good to to be off work out here doing this. It, yeah, do I, I look forward to it every week? And that's that's the best day of my week. My and name, and it's Taco Tuesday. It is I, Taco. We've been door, over this te- before. Tequila Tuesday. Or whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, Texas Taco, which is a burrito. I'm officially gonna say it. Texas Taco is a burrito. Mm. Okay, maybe not. Well, All right. You know. Uh, my day went by pretty freaking quick today. Yeah. Um. I looked up at the clock thinking it was going to be noon or so, and it was 2 o'clock. Wow. I can't believe it. I was thinking everyone – I was I, I had made notes too, and people were going on lunch. I was like – I said it out loud. I was like, man, everyone's going to lunch early today. <laughs> and they, they were going to – what time did you go to lunch? Oh, about 12. And I said, where the fuck did I go? And then 2 to 3 was a very long hour. Oh, yeah, yeah. 2 Super to 3 long. for me was, was a very – I kept well, – because I kept looking at the time. I was like, man, I just, I just want to get out of here. I want to come do the podcast. I want to do the show. Because, honestly, I've, I put a lot of work into it uh, this week. Yeah. You know, yeah. I put log, log the time. hit the stone hard. Yeah, I did, man. I did. Well, you know, I got me that, that Scooty, that Scooty Pop. Yeah. That little Stella 2012. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bought it yesterday, drove it around, uh, drove it to Nick's place. He wasn't there. I was oh. going to surprise him. Too mm-hmm. bad. I wrote, it home. I wrote it home, and um, I was going to take it to work. I, I dreamt about it. I was going to ride it to work, and homeboy did not start this morning, and oh, I fucking bummer. sweat my nuts off for 20 minutes trying to kickstart it, trying to get it to start. Now it's sitting there like a like a brick. Like a brick. I bought this nice new fucking scooty, but we'll get, hopefully it'll get it up and uh, – you know, get her riding around town. So if you see me around town, hit me up. I'll get you a. I'll get you a sticker. I got them on me. Yeah, I, uh, I I saw it when I was coming in. But uh, why why don't you have a sticker on it yet? Well, I just got it yesterday, and oh. I kind of want to. 
I, I do want to put stickers on it eventually, but it's such a nice, classy-looking thing. I don't really want to fuck with it too much. <laughs> it's too classy for stickers? It's too classy for stickers. Sometimes, you know, those bikes, they look real nice. It's got the little windshield. Why would I sully it up with stickers? That's, I gotcha. That's I gotcha. bullish. Um, I was going to read uh, Roxanne's um, oh, yeah. notification here. Where did she post something on uh, our posts here? If you guys check us out on Facebook, like us on Facebook, uh, Here's Roxanne's, uh, Roxanne Nicole from uh, Arlington or uh, Fort Worth area. She says, really like the Jack Ripper show. Jack the Ripper show. Murder mysteries are great. And I tried Sculpin IPA. Thanks for the brew world order. Okay, bye. <laughs> wow, that was just very to the point, and then she's out. She's like, okay, bye. She's a very efficient person. Well, thank you, Roxanne. That is my little sister, and I will give you the five star. That's, that's right. right, right. There. That's, that's right. right. Take that's it in. Right. That's, that's right. right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's I feel right. like uh, that doesn't get used very often, so it's a very special occasion. Oh, yeah, no. give it a bit. Tonight. Yeah. We lift the veil on the mystery operation that is known as the U.S. economic system. How it's used to suppress the masses through regulation, manipulating interest rates, and literally creating money from thin air using the fractional reserve banking. So grab yourself your purse or wallet and think extra, extra hard about how much you value those little slips of empty promises. This is emergency exit. I've actually got quite a few slips of those empty promises in my my money clip right now. Well, not quite a few, but what you just rocking a a bunch of cash? Eh, Not a lot. Flash your cash out. I don't have a dime in my in my uh, in my wallet. I usually don't carry cash. Yeah, neither do I. It was just I just needed some for you know before I came over and dropped it off and just I got a little bit of a surplus. You know, um, I own the only reason the only time I have cash is when I'm buying weed. (laughs) <laughs> or if I'm getting tacos at work. So your, your dealer doesn't take um, uh, Squarespace or anything like that? <laughs> no, yeah, unfortunately he doesn't. <laughs> he's, he's off the books. He is off the books. So, um, hey, so we're going to talk about the Federal Reserve here. We're going to talk about uh, the economy. We're going to talk about money. Or it's just about money mm-hmm. today. Yeah. You know, this thing that we, we value so fucking much that we spend a third of our day or even longer than that just trying to make some so that we can – keep a, a nice uh, roof over our mm-hmm. heads or so we can buy some beer or so we can buy weed, well, whatever, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, you know, where does it come from? Really? We're going to really just kind of dip into it a bit. Brandon uh, did a lot of research and we're going to read it all here. So apologize to, uh, I apologize in advance for my shitty reading. Cause I read just as bad as Trump reads, I'm sure. And my, uh, but he doesn't do a teleprompter though. Right. He I does, that well, was his big thing. I've he was re- like, uh, no I've seen, I've seen him read. He doesn't do teleprompters, but oh, he'll read he, he's like old a, school. Yeah, okay. he'll read a piece of paper in front so, of him, and he'll like, it's, it, I literally wanted to Google what, through his speeches and everything, what grade level it seems like he reads at, you know? Oh, God. Because he, do, he uses a lot of the same words over and over mm-hmm. like I do. That's right. <laughs> and and it, they're terrible people. He, say, he keeps saying, you know, terrible, or it's like real bad. These yeah. guys are real bad. They're losers. Like you're, yeah, you're losers. <laughs> it's like don't call them monsters. Mm-hmm. You know they like that. Yeah, <laughs> we call them losers. It empowers them. Believe me. Well, they because hate he's that. a winner. I mean, you know, all he does is win, win, win. No matter what, what, what. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, yes, he does win. I mean, can you can you say that he doesn't win? No, I mean, I think everybody can agree he's at least somewhat successful. I mean, I mean he's yeah, worth yeah, of millions of dollars. He's yeah. a terrible person, 
But, you know, sadly, the society that we live in is a lot of times terrible people succeed in life. Well, I think they also they lack uh, morality sometimes like that. Uh, mm-hmm. That dickhead that had the uh, I think it was EpiPen or maybe he had some mm. sort of cancer drug and he fucking 700 percent. the fucking, price. Yeah. And he just smiled at people mm-hmm. when they went to him and he's like, fuck you. Yeah. Suck my dick. But no, that's. That's capitalism, Los. It is that's, capitalism. That's capitalism. And it's fucking shitty as all fuck, but, you know, I'm sure that, if you had the yeah. money, you'd oh, yeah. probably do it. So let's get into some uh, let's get into some economy. What do you say? Yeah, let's do that. All right. I feel like I should have, like, a, a, a bumper song. We should have bumper songs. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. All right. So who wants to start? Do you want to start this, buddy? Yeah, I can start it. Let's do it. All right. So, I mean, do you, do you know what exactly the Federal Reserve is? You know, I know that uh, the Federal Reserve is a place that's not federally owned. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we'll cover that. Yeah. Um, I know that they make money and they make it from thin air. Um, I know it's run by the the. Rothschilds, is that correct? I'm sure they have a have a big part in it. Or at yeah. least they started it. Mm-hmm. And um, there are many Federal Reserve banks all over the country. Matter of fact, the only ones that aren't in country are ones are ones that we're at war with, uh, countries mm-hmm. that we're at war with. So I feel like once we uh, get into another country, we will throw in another Federal Reserve bank mm-hmm. there and we will monetize their money and all that good yeah. shit. But as for what it is, man, how you get a job there, I don't know, man. Oh, man, you just got to be very lucky, I guess, or maybe a terrible human being. I don't know. But, yeah, like, I mean, like you summed it up, they're just a, it's a private institution that is charged with uh, man, or regulating the mon- our monetary system. Um, let's see. They, uh, they lend and borrow money to other banks, to other banks here in the U.S., um, and it's not quite uh, lending money. Like uh, and interest rates, like that's on your credit card or your mortgage. Um, they're only applicable to other banks because, just to sum it up, when a bank closes down at the end of the day, you know, five o'clock, they close all their books and make sure that you know they've got a set amount of money um, in their in their vault essentially, and it matches up with what they have. Right. And if you know, a lot of times it doesn't because of what's called uh, fractional reserve banking, and we'll get into that later. Um, but basically, they make sure everything you know checks out, and if it doesn't, they essentially apply for a loan at the end of every night to the Federal Reserve to float them, you know, the rest of the for the night. And um, when you hear in the news that oh, the Fed's going to raise interest rates or they're going to drop interest rates, that's what it's applying to. So it's not necessarily applying to your mortgage or your car note or something like that. Um, it does trickle down and has has an effect on it, but it's you know the. Uh, interest rate that they're talking about is just the bank to bank loans. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you know, so if a bank is having to pay higher interest on money that they borrow from the Fed, they is you know essentially are going to trickle that cost down to you, the consumer. At what cost? Interest, right? Mm-hmm. Man, and it it changes over time. So Federal Reserve, it started with a gold standard, right? We people had gold, and mm-hmm. they couldn't. How would you pay someone with gold back then? You know, uh, would everybody have a scale or something? 
Well, yeah, way way back in the days, that's you know you would pay you know by weight of gold, but that was I mean imagine having to walk around with gold all yeah, the time. Yeah, it's just with rocks in your risky. Pocket. Yeah, rocks and you know gold is you know is a little bit heavy. It's very yeah, dense. Sure. So that's when you know the physical you know the dollar and the coins were invented to so that you didn't have to carry all that around and the dollar represented were coins the amount made of out of uh, gold at all? Would they just like press them into? Yeah, coins? they can do that. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they do. I I'm mean, sure. Yeah, once they, they got away from the little scales they you know just made them into but gold because coin. it's such a soft metal mm -hmm. it's, it's very, very soft yeah it's very soft so you couldn't make coins that would last a long time yeah. so they had to find a way of making this is this represents uh, uh this amount in gold mm -hmm. and yes. it's a piece of paper mm -hmm. and you can give it around everyone can use it mm -hmm. and that's where the federal reserve comes from yeah that's kind of what we're talking about yeah. here and you know prior to Oh, I gotta, I gotta get to it. But I believe it was uh, 70, 71, or actually, no, 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 thirty-four. You could go to a bank with, let's say, you know, a twenty-dollar bill and say, "Give me twenty dollars worth of gold." I need twenty dollars of gold. Yeah, and it just so happens in the thirties. Uh, time, happened? yeah, mid thirties. Um, uh, one ounce of gold was uh, twenty dollars and sixty-seven cents. So you could go there with that. One and ounce was only twenty dollars. One ounce. My yes. goodness, opposed mm -hmm. to nowadays, it's like. You know, sixteen hundred maybe. I is think. it? I have no idea what it's. Yeah, at, let me. But let me. Yeah, you keep talking. And yeah, I'll get this going. But uh, prior to this, gold was it was set like it didn't change. It was it was set at twenty dollars and sixty seven cents an ounce. Wow, thirteen hundred twenty dollars an ounce. Mm -hmm. So it's thirteen hundred dollars more than it was in the thirties yeah. when you say, "I here's twenty dollars. Mm -hmm. I want twenty dollars worth of gold." Well, in this case, you go here's thirteen hundred dollars. I'd like an ounce of gold. Yeah. Seems uh, like uh, it's what they call inflation, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, gold now, like uh, our our the U.S. dollar isn't backed by anything now. Um, so, so if I went to a bank right now and said, "Here's twenty dollars," could they give me gold? No. Why not? Uh, I mean, well, they view gold and U.S. currency are they're two different. It's like dollar to the euro. Okay, so well, where are they using gold as um, as their currency? Um, as far as I know, nowhere. Only the aliens are using gold nowadays. Mm, they, well, they need the gold. Well, I believe it was the uh, the ancient Sumerians that were that they um, that we were put on this earth to mine gold. Was it not? If I, I I've heard something that? like that. We were yeah. yeah. We mine gold for them, mm -hmm. and they use the gold in their atmosphere. Oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> How how could you use gold in the atmosphere? Well, you can atomize it, and uh, it, it will like a like a, like a spray that's got gold in it, or you, you know like a little gold flakes or something. Yeah, you can make them like glitter. But glitter what, what would that do in the in the atmosphere? I don't know, man. Something in the space it depends mean, on like what kind of chemical, what kind of uh, atmosphere this planet has. You know, where's the where are the Sumerians from? Well, yeah, because gold doesn't doesn't rust, so that's I guess that's maybe why you know it doesn't oxidize. There you go. I guess. <laughs> or I maybe know, it's man. to block radiation from their planet that's uh, of this atmosphere that's dying. It is very shiny, so yeah. I guess you know, it and it would that. block the radiation. And because the radiation they, uh, they've experienced, it turned their, their skin into this uh, pale gray. And because of the radiation oh. they had, they developed, they, uh, they evolved into these screens over their eyes because their pupils are very big at this point. Mm -hmm. And they, the radiation would go that. And they had a lot, they're, they're smarter than us, so they have, they have a bigger brain. Mm hmm. Are we talking about gray gray aliens here? I think that's where we're going, yeah. Holy shit. My goodness. <laughs> we just 
All right, we got to get back on right. on track here. But we're talking about uh, the ounce, the the gold right now. So where are we at in this? Gold All right, here? so um, yeah, let's just start with uh, what's what's behind the dollar. Okay, what, what, what is backs behind it the up? All right, so let's talk about the dollar. So mm-hmm. we all know that a slip of paper with some numbers on it can actually be worth something of material value. So what does the U.S. dollar represent and what is it backed by? That's what you were saying. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> Our currency in the United States is worth absolutely fucking nothing. And once upon a time, it was backed by gold or silver, just like we were saying, mm-hmm. you know. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can go back to the bank. I mean, we told you, you said all this. We yeah, can go yeah. back and get the gold. Um, Pre-WW2 standard was uh, one, uh, set at one ounce of gold for $20.67, okay? We ended the gold standard because we couldn't mine gold as fast as we printed money. So yeah. we, we actually were just printing the money mm-hmm. without the gold there. That's yeah. the first fucking problem yeah, right yeah. there. You should only have – well, I guess if you give it, you have to have it already. But there's the problem. You, you should – be issued as like a receipt saying, okay, you will now, then there's like more shitty shit coming, <laughs> coming up there. It, this whole thing is, is it, it's flawed from the beginning. And who put value on gold in the fucking first place? You know, see, that's what I've always wondered. Like who it's, said that it's gold is so natu- important. I've always wondered that I can understand it's, it's, and cool it's so abundant in our, pretty, in our world, but, but who says, so why not, you know, just some other, you know, what's form more, of metal? what's more rare than gold platinum, Mm-hmm. There's a, uh, I mean, I, that's all I can think of. Uh, uh, unobtainium is another unobtainium? one. Yeah. <laughs> but the bottom line is, is that uh, somebody t- said, well, it's probably comes from the ancients. You know, mm-hmm. they would, they would use gold because of its shininess. It yeah. looks very, it looks beautiful. Yeah. Gold shines like the sun. The sun is our, is, our, is literally our, our God. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I think that's where it comes from. Ancients probably, and it yeah. just goes back. This was a gift from God because it's his. It's the same. It's same color. I mean, it had to be from God. Okay. And, and then and sense. then also I guess it was it was it's soft so it's easy to work with versus you know other metals, um, you know iron ore and stuff like that is very very hard. Yeah. Very hard to work with. Whereas you know gold is very very soft. Very soft. Mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, matter so of fact, very easy to make coins, medallions, bracelets. You know, if anything. you were to get like a gold coin and kind of do that old test where mm-hmm. you see in the cartoons or the old uh, TV shows where they bite it. Yeah, try and, and bend it. Try to bend it because it could be made of tin or something. Mm-hmm. But you can absolutely kind of – you wouldn't bend it as much as tin, but you would definitely feel it. And it's mm-hmm. a very soft, like you said, very soft metal. Okay, so the fall of the gold standard. When did it, when did it go down here? You know, it took place over a few decades. And the first big event in the demise was in March of 1933. Right after – uh, you know, right in the middle of the Great Depression and right after the prohibition of alcohol, by Ooh, the way, too. Rough time. Yeah. Well, actually, good time because this, uh, when it was lifted. Uh, oh, in okay, the 30s, yeah. it was lifted. Hmm. The 20s, like, I think it spent a few years, I think 1920 or so, and then in 32, maybe that sounds right. it, it got lifted, you know. Anyways, so uh, President FDR put on a nationwide um, moratorium on all banks that – and forbade, I hate that word, forbade them <laughs> to pay out or export any gold. So mm-hmm. President FDR said no more fucking gold, okay? Because people were hoarding their gold because of the fall of the economic system and the failure of dollars. So people are going, man, shit's getting fucky, dude. Like, mm-hmm. hold on to your gold. Yeah. Don't give it to nobody. Put it in the mattress. Fucking, yeah, put it in the bat- mattress. Go bury it somewhere in the yard. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fucking fucky. So uh, April 5th of 33, FDR... Um, FDR orders all gold coins and gold certificates of $100 or more to be turned into the Federal Reserve by May 1st. 
1933, which is uh, less than a month. Mm -hmm. And they would be exchanged at their value for up to up $20.67. Within a month, uh, they had $300 million in coins Jeez. and $470, uh, uh, $470 million million. in gold certificates. So they were just flooded. In a month. In that a was month. The, I mean, but I mean, can you imagine like if they tried to do that today? Well, if they said... Um, Ah, uh, well, they can't do that today. Uh, you got to turn in all your $1, mm -hmm. all every single $1 bill you have, and we're going to issue you a coin for mm -hmm. it, you know? Yeah. Which I think at one point they were going to do that. I remember when they had, um, it was the new president coins that they put out. Not the Sacagaweas, but the, the new president coins. Mm -hmm. Remember it was five or six, eight, I don't know what how much they were, but I remember having them. And I remember saying, her, hearing that they were going to get rid of the $1 bill back then. Yeah. That we were all just going to be using coins. Mm -hmm. Just like, uh, like fucking, the euro you know, like the euro. I mean, the shit. coin money makes sense because it has a longer life. I think, I, I think I've read somewhere that paper money has a life of about 10 to 12 years, whereas coin is upwards of, you know, 20, 30 years. I mean, I that, didn't know they that makes sense. Lives. I'm sure. Yeah, well, the you know, metal. think about a dollar, you know, you get a really worn out dollar, you know, I've I've, seen we've all gotten them. Ones, yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas a coin. Coin's gonna pretty much stay intact. Matter of fact, you know, I'm. That, that's why you find, I mean, the the coveted what is it, the penny that's pre World War One that's mostly copper. That's worth some money. Oh well, yeah, like yeah. two extra cents. That's why you still find them, though. You know, that's why they're kind of still around, even like thirties or here. I got some. I think I got some chain. No, I don't. Well, you know, a um, <laughs> I was, uh, you know, I am a magician, and oh. there is a trick I love to do where I take uh, somebody's one dollar bill, take another one dollar bill, and I'll you know hold them together, and then I'll. Fold them mm -hmm. very. You see everything, and then I open it back up. It's a two dollar bill. Oh, so what if one day they say the two dollar bill is going to be worth nothing? Hmm. Well, it's still going to be worth something. Yeah. So here we go. Let's uh, let's move on. Well, I was going to mention with this magician thing is that I do also a trick where I take a dollar bill and I rip it in half, mm -hmm. and then I uh, I put it back together, and it's like you know, no tape, no nothing. It's wow. all back together. It's a very impressive looking trick. But uh, I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. I am really ripping a bill, and I'm just merely switching it. I'm doing the old switcheroo. Oh, sleight of hand. So for me, when I did this trick, like nightly, I would have several $1 bills that are, you know, they're half, mm -hmm. you know? So you would you would pre-rip them in half? No, no, no. I would I would what I would do is I would have I don't want to give you the the, the secret oh, too okay, much, that's... but the bottom line is that I have an actual real bill mm -hmm. in my hand concealed, and I'll take theirs with my concealed one, and I'll rip theirs, and I'll do a little little thing where it looks like I'm folding it and then I'll open it back up as if it was the same piece and it's back together and I've switched it magically, wow. right? And I would I would have tons of these fucking $1 bills that are just halves and I would take them and I would tape them up and I would take a whole stack of them and bring them to the bank and then get them all replaced. Get them all. <laughs> there you go. So the money's worth nothing. They say you can't deface the money, mm -hmm. but you literally are like, Cutting it up. It's a one fucking dollar bill. It doesn't mean shit. So mm -hmm. we're going to flash back again here. January 30th of 1934, the Gold Reserve Act actually made it illegal for an individual to possess any sort of gold. Wow. This also changes the value of gold to $35 an ounce in an attempt to attract foreign investors. So mm -hmm. they said, hey, gold's a little more over here, buddy. Bring your gold. We'll take that shit. Yeah. It's like they're like, they know... It's it, they know that gold is still valuable, but mm -hmm. we'll say, hey, well, you know, we got this paper we'll money, thirty-five American dollars for it's it. Like, hey, I've got, I've got these, this fucking paper that it said, you know, here, dude, like, you can have more of it if you want to give me your gold, <laughs> which is, it's ridiculous. They can keep mm -hmm. saying, here's more money for the same amount of fucking gold. Yeah. 
and it means nothing because mm-hmm. it's still only worth twenty fucking dollars in our fucking mind. Yeah. Well, you know when they when they upped the gold from twenty dollars and sixty seven cents to thirty five dollars an ounce, that increased uh, essentially inflated the money supply by sixty nine percent. Sixty nine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man. Uh, they fuck. They really. Wow. They really got that shit crazy. Like. Yeah. So has any any president tried to go back to uh, like a gold standard or anything? No, not that I've found. Like they, they're quite comfortable with how it is and how it of operates. Of course they are. Yeah. So uh, what else do we have here? Well, you know, back in, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I, I wasn't born in this time, but if we have some older members in our audience, um, August fifteenth, nineteen seventy one, President Nixon came um, on the air and uh, interrupted live TV shows to say that we would no longer convert dollar bills or uh, convert dollars to gold at a fixed price. Uh, eliminating the gold standard completely before it was at only a fixed price. What do they mean by that? By that it was just you know thirty five. How it started at twenty dollars and sixty seven cents an ounce, and then they increased it to thirty five dollars an ounce. Now it would essentially fluctuate as a separate currency. You know how if you so gold uh, is not back. It, they, they it's not backed by the dollar at this point. Yeah, you've got uh, U.S. currency and you've got gold. They're completely separate now. So, uh, like, if you're going to travel to another country and so use a different currency. So, you, like like I said in the beginning, it's backed by nothing at yeah, this point. Yeah. It's just fucking money. It's yeah. just paper now. Mm-hmm. What it's the an, f- It's an idea. Let's listen to Nixon announces he interrupted a bunch of TV shows just to say um, a little something about money here. I mm-hmm. directed Secretary Connolly to suspend temporarily the convertibility of the dollar into gold or other reserve assets except in amounts and conditions determined to be in the interest of monetary stability and in the best interest of the United States. And he actually said uh, he temporarily suspended it. Mm-hmm. Has it ever been lifted? No. So it's, it's indefinitely <laughs> it's been. Yeah. We are going to lift this indefinitely. Well, it's an, another fucking lie from that, uh, that cocksucker Nixon, not to mention <laughs> the war on fucking drugs that he started. Oh, God. What a f- you, Nixon. Yeah, you. I know where you used to live. Your Belinda, California. Yeah, motherfucker. Wow. <laughs> well, I know that because I used to work in Yorba Linda. Oh, okay. And they, they, good. they go, oh, home place of... They, uh, they pride themselves they on pride it. They pride themselves. Hey, this is where the, we have a Richard, Richard Nixon library, and he's born here. You can come see his house he grew up in. Who gives a flying fuck? Kind of like Johnson City. Is that what Johnson... LBJ. Is that, is that really? Yeah, right? you've never been out there? No. Yeah, yeah, the LBJ I, ranch is out there. I didn't even know that it was called Johnson City based on him. I don't know that it's based on it, but, I mean, it seems to be more than a is coincidence. Is that his hometown? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So that... Well, shit. Who knows? His family probably did fucking probably uh, uh, start the start the joint. They founded. What am I trying to say there? <laughs> All right. So where should we uh, go on from here? Regulation. Well, you know, let's let's give a little background. So let's go. the the U.S. government essentially is what we're getting at is they they manipulate the economy to suppress the people. Um, just to keep them down. And I mean, how they like the the elimination of the gold standard is a good example um, that was a good start, but now I think we're going to shift into um, how different, like how the government puts regulations on businesses um, to, you know, I mean, they, they have a lot of different guises of what they want to do. Regulations um, on, on what, though? On, on any and everything. Okay, I mean. The, um, on the a, way that simple, they make money? No, I mean, well, I mean, just in general, this, this episode, I think we're going to focus just on the economy uh, entirely instead of just the Fed. Um, the Fed, of course, I mean, since they make uh, and control the money, they have a big, a big part in it. Um, 
I mean, we can, we can, you want to go on, let's, let's, how, how money is made? Do you know how money is made? Do you know about uh, fractional reserve banking? Yeah, let's talk about how money is made. So yeah. how is money fucking made in the first place? Um, you know, I really did not know until I started reading this how it, it's even made. I don't see it. <laughs> okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> uh, you hear me stalling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of, I kind of picked that up. Um, <laughs> all right. So the Federal Reserve does what they call fractional reserve banking. Okay. Sounds very, very complex, but it's actually quite fractional simple. Fractional reserve banking. Mm-hmm. Not ba- like, not like a baking a, a cake. No, no, no. Bank banking. with an N. Oh, okay. Bank. I think I keep saying uh, baking. Baking. Because <laughs> I'm a retired. Maybe, maybe that's why I'm craving some some cookies. <laughs> I'm craving cookies, man. <laughs> I want some fractional reserve cookies, bro. Ooh. All right, tell me more. All right, so um, this this practice allows the Fed to create money from from absolutely nowhere, and you know, from then you said you're a magician, you make things appear out of nowhere. Yeah, so that's right. You, maybe maybe you sh- you should know a little bit about this. But so let, let's just break this down. But so, they literally are doing magic. I mean, they literally yeah. are just taking trees and they are, or even cotton, whatever mm, that cotton, shit's made, mostly. and they they print this this they print something on it as if you were printing something out of yours yeah they're printing all the time and yeah today they mm-hmm. probably printed a yeah. million dollars today oh probably yeah, yeah. don't that'd be nice me. all right so uh fractional Pro- reserve wrong, banking though. um all right so i'm just gonna give you a quick breakdown um let's say let's pretend you're you're at your bank whatever it may be all um, right and you're gonna make you know a hundred dollar deposit you know let's say you maybe found a hundred dollar bill you're like oh i'm gonna put this in the account you put that in there Okay. And once you make that deposit in the bank, the bank is only required to keep a certain percentage of that initial deposit on hand. Um, just for the uh, sake of simplicity, we're just going to say about 10%, but some banks, it varies by bank. Some might be 7%, some might be 16 or 17%. Okay. Um, so let's say they, they own, by their policy, they only keep 10% um, on hand. So the other $90 of that deposit that you make they can loan out to other people that say maybe request a loan and then collect interest on that money. So if you've got somebody behind you who's, let's say, Holy for shit. whatever reason, he wants a loan for simplicity, we'll say $90, the bank gives him your $90 that you just deposited. That money doesn't come from them. They're going to get their money back this plus like interest. A fun, this is like that Bertie Madoff scheme, right? The, <laughs> yeah. Where he would literally take people's money for investments, mm-hmm. and he would— uh, well, it's not kind of like that. Uh, it's sort of like that, though. He would use it, and let's say, and people wanted their money. He'd pay those people off, but mm-hmm. then to pay those people off, he had to get a whole new group money of people, from other people, and then pay off those people. And then there's this big cycle, and there's always one group in the end that won't get paid, mm-hmm. which is probably the uh, the last it's people. The last people, yeah. yeah. So and as long as you're not the last person, you're gonna be all right. And what's stopping me from saying, "Hey, Brandon, give me a hundred bucks. Uh, I'll I'll keep it safe for you." Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, I I loan it out to people, mm-hmm. and they owe me extra money. I mean, it's kind of a brilliant fucking idea, if you ask me. Like, yeah. And all they're doing is they're making money off of borrowing money from other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's stopping them from one day uh, saying? Everybody wants their money, you know, what if, which I don't think it's ever going to happen unless there's some really crucial, crucial thing that happens in the world. Like well, that was a big attack. thing. That was a big thing during the Great Depression is a big thing that caused it is everybody was rushing to the bank to withdraw their money. And, you know, the bank shut down because they didn't have the money to well, give. That's the bottom. The first customers. thing they should. You're a fucking bank. You should be. You, you should always should have, have the everybody's money. money. It's kind of like we give it to you. It's kind of like a casino. You know, like they have to have the money in their vault for every chip in play for that night. Goddamn right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you if know they're what? if they have to do that, why not the Fed? 
You know what? I you, the <laughs> casinos should start fucking banking, dude. They dude, know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. They know I, exactly what they're we doing. We can use those clay chips all around town. They're I'm real fine easy. With that. Flip them and they say, "Flip them up." You can, can do the fancy, you know, chip magic flips tricks. And, yeah, get them, yeah. get them roll across my finger. Yeah, casinos should fucking uh, should be the bank that we should <laughs> choose because they actually have the money mm-hmm. to back they, up they, their yes. bullshit. But that's because regulation. They have to have every dollar for every chip that's in play. But why does why does the Fed not have to? Matter of you know, fact, back we, they call it the Fed, mm-hmm. but. It's like they have nothing to do with as the federal, federal as Federal Express. Yeah, that's that. That is very that's accurate. As federal as they are, they have the mm-hmm. name in them. Yeah. But why isn't? But they're but they're backed by uh, the government. Yeah. So they sort of are the government. Mm. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a, I mean, it's it's, it's a mostly private a private. Yeah, that's, it is a private yeah. corporation. Mm-hmm. The the Rothschilds and shit, and they go way back. You know, oh, there's yeah. people fucking hate the Rothschilds. And probably with good reason. They yeah. they own most of the fucking money in the world. Mm-hmm. And they, I don't know. What would you do if you had all the money in the world? Man, see, if I had all the money in the world, I you think that would be pretty boring. Making, you wouldn't try to keep making. Well, that's probably what they're at. They're probably, they're probably just bored. bored. And they're, so they want to, they want to, you know, reduce population and make the world more for themselves and have a team they, of slaves. Wouldn't, but wouldn't they be more bored? With that, eventually, uh, true, yeah, because if you've got, got if, no one else to control anymore, yeah, what's the per this whole NWO thing? It's like, okay, but what's the end game after that? They're gonna get bored with us. Who are they gonna control anymore? It's just now they get to the point where we're all slaves mm-hmm. of the elite. Like, what's supposed to happen after that? They're gonna sit by the pool and drink mojitos for the rest. Of, that's it. Yeah. That was the ultimate goal. Not gonna have to work. I mean, wouldn't that be the life? <sighs> if you just woke up in the morning, just kind of. You know, clean, wipe yourself down with $100 bills. That was your know, cologne. I man. I think they live for controlling, dude. Yeah. They live for that control, that power they mm-hmm. have over us. That, that dominance. We just keep fucking making it. They yeah. keep wanting it. What the fuck? <laughs> like, they are totally just playing with us. Yeah. And there's no end game. No. There shouldn't be any end game because it would be boring for them. They oh. started this because they were bored. Mm-hmm. That's a fact mm-hmm. that we just, uh, we made up. And... <laughs> They they don't want it to stop because mm-hmm. they're making money well yeah they're making money fist. they've got all the money we're you know we're essentially slaves because you know why do you go to work you know you you need money to live you got to pay for a place to live you've got to have food and then also you know you want to have a good time so they've capitalized on the art of making money they know what they're doing I mm-hmm. guess man it's yeah it's, it's fucky yeah uh, very very fucky let's take a break to uh, check out um, our. YouTube stream. We are live on YouTube. Everybody that are watching us and future people watching us, we got Elise saying here, show me the money. That is Coach. Thank you for joining us last week. If you guys missed our episode last week, we completely watched from beginning to end one of the best, worst movies in the world. The Let's see. The... the, Oh, you still got one. The wonderful catastrophe movie, The Room. And uh, if you guys were watching us last week, um, I didn't want to say best or worst, the best, worst. I actually, we wrote many of these little, these things and we use a different adjective, noun thing, whatever we, whatever. It was a very complex algorithm. Very it it com- rivals <laughs> uh, Google or Facebook's algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a very good, uh, good one. So let's, uh, let's keep moving on. Thank you guys for watching us on, uh, uh, YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. That's right. Yeah. YouTube. All right, let's keep working on here. So, uh, we alternative forms of uh, money. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not sure. If, have you heard of uh, bitcoins? You know what bitcoins are. I, All right. One of the first times I heard about it, it was maybe uh, three, four years ago, 
and I heard about it, and that was when it was at one of its all-time highs. It was like eight hundred bucks a Bitcoin, yeah. right? Oh, okay, that was a little while ago then. Yeah, well, yeah. that's. Uh, I think it was still just um, just after Silk Road and everything. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, which everybody knows it because you're talking of about Silk the closure Road. of Silk Road, right? Pretty much. Okay, yeah. yeah. I never experienced Silk Road um, as Silk Road. I always yeah. heard about it after. Yeah, know, same here. Shit. The Pirate uh, Robert, fact, Dread Pirate Roberts, and uh, all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, and the guy's actually a fucking Westlake student. Uh, he actually came from Austin, bro. No way. He graduated from I Westlake. I did not know that. Dread <laughs> Pirate Roberts? That's right. Wow. And he all actually, right. I just read, he uh, he tried to appeal in courts, mm-hmm. second uh, second appeal courts or something, second chance court, and they said, fuck no. Yeah. He's going to jail. He's in well, jail Well, of course, because, you know, it's going against the, the status quo. You know, well, fuck the, that. The I, I get it, but I think they're more... They're pissed off more about the deaths associated, like eight overdoses. According. Oh, okay. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, what if I died from from uh, Roundup, which a lot of farmers <laughs> are getting cancer. Yeah. They're getting cancer from it, but they're saying, no, it's no, you guys, no, are, that's safe. the thing. It's like, that's the same fucking idea with the Bitcoin and or with uh, the, the Silk Road there. Mm-hmm. But he also did uh, put out some hits on people. So <laughs> I think they're more worried yeah. about that. Well, you know, you put hits out on people. You didn't kill anybody. It's like, hey, well, come on. Do I get life for just trying to kill somebody? <laughs> like, well, yeah. I guess you do. <laughs> like, I didn't pull the trigger, but. but so yeah, what so, did, tell me, so tell everybody that hasn't heard about yeah, Bitcoin. Yeah, if you haven't heard of Bitcoin. Which is nobody. It's a, <laughs> yeah, at this point. It's a, it's a cryptocurrency. So, I mean, it, it only exists in electronic form. You can't, there is no physical Bitcoin. Um, if you read like a news article, a lot of times there will be like a, an actual coin that says, you know, Bitcoin, but that's just you know, for visualization, there is like, you can, you can't physically hold a Bitcoin. You can't. It exists in zeros and ones. Um, How do you binary. get a Bitcoin? You convert your currency, whatever it be, a dollar, euro, pound, lira. Well, that's the you. easy way of doing mm-hmm. the Bitcoin, but there's mining for Bitcoins. Yes, there is mining for Bitcoins. And what you can do is get a supercomputer. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean, you could do it on a on a smaller scale, but it's not near problem, as efficient. The only problem is that it takes up a lot of electricity. Yes, and that's that's the, yeah. That's, you can actually go to uh, uh, a Bitcoin mining like uh, algorithm or some sort of uh, calculator that'll tell you how long you're gonna mine for. Mm-hmm. And how long it's how much it's going to cost you in electricity yeah, so that yeah. you can even out. So instead of one person doing it, it's probably a whole team of people doing it. And it it's literally an algorithm that your computer has to solve. And as it mm-hmm. solves it, it gets harder and harder and harder. It's something you can't do at all. Oh, it's no, something no, no. It's your computer will just do on its own. And it's like eating Oh, it's up doing thousands of calculations per second. Yeah. You know, I mean, depending on your CPU. But more yeah, calculations in a second than I'll do in my whole fucking life. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's how they're getting it, and they're obtaining it that way. And mm-hmm. you don't just get them in one Bitcoins or two Bitcoins. You get them in, like, zero point zero zero one. Yeah. Or, yeah, because, well, I mean, you could buy one one whole Bitcoin, but it's going to cost you $2,700, or actually almost $2,800. How much are Bitcoins right now? Right now they are $2,782.99. For that, one coin? That was so as gone, of it's about 930 it, last night. So it may have gone up a little bit. Um but yeah, I mean, so you're talking almost twenty eight hundred dollars for one solid. Holy fuck! Yeah, it totally raised this year. Yeah. So like, this is about the time that I saw it. It was 2014, so mm-hmm. that's when it peaked up, it and it was peaked. about eight hundred. Mm-hmm. And then ever since then, it just was like up, down, up, down, mm-hmm. buried down in 2015. And as of 2017, it is nothing but it, it has done nothing spiked. but spiked up. Mm-hmm. I can't believe. And when I was uh, looking at bitcoins when I first heard about, it, I was like, dude, all I want is one bitcoin, and I want to sit on that bitcoin. Yes. Mm-hmm. And as as I start, I kept seeing throughout the year, it just declined. <laughs> so right now, it'd probably be your best time 
No, it'd be the worst time to buy. I mean, you're going to buy a whole lot right now. It's a good time to have Bitcoins (laughs) and selling them. And sell it. Yeah. Or you can sit on it and see how much more it's going to cost. But they say... um, we haven't even scratched the surface of how many bitcoins are out there. Oh no, no, that that yeah, that There's can be a set a, amount of bitcoins. Yes, though. there is. Um, I feel like twenty. I feel like it's thirty six is when the uh, creation of the bitcoins is going to expire. There will be no. So it's 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 a self regulating uh, inflation currency. It, it's very genius in that aspect that it has. It's a finite. Uh, amount of bitcoins whereas you know the u.s dollar they just print as many as you know as they want um so this is controlled supply pretty yes, much exactly so it's very brilliant on that on that side and um you know bitcoin is not the the first what they call a cryptocurrency there's i was actually looking last night there's several hundred get out of here yeah there's quite a bit um actually i think i might have saved currency it. that can only be used cryptocurrencies on yes uh do you have any ideas of any other ones where are um, they out there uh, hang on. Uh, take this, and I will. I will pull it up. Well, yeah. So, when I, I all I wanted to do when I heard about bitcoins was get a computer so I can mine some, and I just I lost interest because there's nothing you can buy out here. There, we do in Austin have a couple ATM machines for bitcoins. Did you know that? Are there some here in Austin? Yeah. Where? At the handlebar, there's a bitcoin. No uh, way. There's a bitcoin ATM. I'm gonna have so you the can, handlebar. How long has it been there? Kind of a couple of years, I'm sure. Because I'm I've been there in the last couple of years. I must have just completely it's, missed it. It's near the pool table, uh, near the vending machine where you can buy mustache wax. <laughs> <laughs> of course you can buy mustache wax at the, you know. Oh, dude, I totally bought mustache wax there before. But I don't use wax anymore. We just don't do that. Why did Sam, oh, okay, it stood by for okay. a second. That's all I saw that. I'm seeing, I'm just going crazy. Calm down. Um... <sighs> So he's looking up cryptocurrency. So there are other currencies out there that are just like bitcoins. But Bitcoin is the most it's like the household name and it's it's you know the most successful. How can you make your own currency and where would you like where I guess it has to be for some sort of value here. So what we got? Bitcoin's number 1. What is number 2 here? Uh Ethereum. You, Ethereum. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah, and the price for one Ethereum is two hundred and sixty-four dollars and fifty cents. Okay, so that's the most. Ex- that's the second most expensive one. Yeah. And w- number three is a drastic drop. So one of these Ripple coins or uh, this cryptocurrency called Ripple, it cost twenty-nine cents. Twenty-nine, roughly twenty-nine cents. Yeah, yeah it's twenty-eight point blah 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 or twenty-eight yeah. uh, point twenty-eight blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> wow. So yeah. Look. Look. This. This list. On and now on. Who uses this shit? I had never heard of. Any of these, I, I, thought I had Bitcoin just known was a Bitcoin. the original one and uh, the way to go with it, but yeah. but everything else doesn't seem like it's worth anything no. though. You got thirty four cent. There's one that's eight dollars, but you know, it's not Bitcoin, even in order like yeah. correctly. It's in order by popularity, I think. Probably uh, the market cap. I think it's what it's doing there. Anyways, let's keep moving on here. So, alternate currencies. Uh, did you ever have you ever used? Bitcoin? I haven't. I haven't. Um, I have the the app on my phone because uh, you know I like to track it. But yeah, I I currently yeah. don't own any any Bitcoin. I had a Bitcoin uh, wallet at one point. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it gives you a QR code that mm-hmm. they can like scan and people can you know give you money that way. Yeah. But how is that safer? Like, what if somebody gets your password or what if they hack into your 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 account somehow? Like, people can do that shit. Yeah, but it's it's all encryption based, and if you know anything about encryption and prime numbers, it's it's very 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 difficult. Uh, yeah, to, I know encryption can be pretty like difficult, that. but 
What if you forget your password or something? Mm. You're fucked, man. Hopefully you registered your uh, your phone numbers for them to send you the the code. It doesn't have a uh, forgot oh, my yeah. forgot my password. <laughs> you have to uh, give a sample of blood and it has to verify your identity. Uh so Bitcoin's purpose is to establish trust and allow transactions across a global ledger, mm -hmm. a global ledger, specifically with no need for a third party. Yeah. So Remember that's how what we're doing. Were, we're, we're messing with a third party, which is the bank, right? Yeah, yeah. Currently, the, the Fed is the third party. Because, yeah. you know, if I wanted to buy something from you, you know, I'm going to give you the Fed's currency. You know, if I give you a $20 bill, that's the Fed. They are third party in that. Whereas the Bitcoin, it's just me to you. There's nobody, nobody even knows that it, you know, my transaction went through, yeah. you know, to you. It's, it's all private. Um, and Not how you were talking about the, uh, the mining process, what it is, is um, they keep a global ledger and that's, it keeps record of all the Bitcoins, you know, that are being created, that are being spent. Um, and when you're mining it, you're essentially just joining into the network and cross-checking everything and making sure. I mean, and there's millions of people mining, and you're just making sure you're, it's, it's redundancy is what it is. You're making sure everything, all the numbers match up, everything is good. And so that's why you're able to make money off of that, essentially. You're just double-checking um, the whatever you want to call it, how, you know, how many there are. That's fucking great. Keeping man. it all in check. Whereas you know, the Fed, they obviously can't do that. Yeah, this whole third party thing, it's, it's just a middleman, you mm -hmm. know? Would you rather get your pot from the, the main guy? Oh, yeah. I mean, because right. it's, it's going to be cheaper. It's going to be more fresh. It's, you know. I can see nothing wrong with uh, Bitcoins here, you know? It is pretty good. And so. I would have liked to have uh, used uh, the Silk Road at one point. Man, I, me too. I, but, you know, it's it's probably just a matter of time before something else opens up. So well, they did that. Have the, they had the Silk Road 2 come out. And but that got shut down got pretty shut quickly. Down. So, so you you've been on the the darknet. I've seen the dark. I have a Tor browser on my. Yeah, but okay. I don't know how to use it because I don't have any addresses, you know. And that's oh, okay. that's the main part. Well, There's you got to no find an onion directory, and then you go from there. Well, sure, yeah, I have an mm -hmm. on onion directory, but I don't know what I'm looking for on the dark web. It's like whatever I'm using. It's like I don't care what the government's looking at at this point. There, I'm not a fucking threat. And I've mm -hmm. said this before on the show. I'm not a threat to this fucking nation mm -hmm. whatsoever. I got a mouth. That's about uh, that's about as uh, dangerous as I am, and <laughs> nobody watches or nobody listens to me. So who gives a shit? You know, I can say these bullshit things, and I don't think that NSA is after me at all. Like Snowden and shit. Like, yeah, well, again, you know, you're not engaging in any activities like that, leaking secrets and. Yeah, well, I mean, I would leak secrets. I'm a magician. I probably wouldn't leak secrets. <laughs> Although I did reveal a, a trick today. Oh. Well, not completely, but you know. nah, not completely. I just kind of told you how. It was yeah, done. well, you know, you couldn't. I couldn't replicate it, you know, from <laughs> from what you told me. But, um, so yeah, let let's go back to um. Well, on YouTube here, um, oh, what do we got? Uh, Coach says, "Can we go back to the barter system? I'll give you a replica Trump toupee for a beer." <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Well, here's the problem with the barter system. It's like, uh, like uh, let's say my. You, you have a trade, mm -hmm. and that's what you barter. For me, it would be uh, fixing an espresso machine. Yeah. Not everybody's got an espresso machine. How would I get something done? I'd say, hey, Brandon, let me, uh, you know, let me, you know. Uh, fix my non-existent espresso machine? Yeah, fix my scooter. And you're like, well, uh, you let's say you fix scooters. And I mm -hmm. say, fix my scooter. And you're like, well, I don't need you to fix my espresso machine. I don't own one, you know. Mm -hmm. But somebody else might have an espresso machine. You could fix their espresso machine, and then they can pay. They can use their their let's say they sell lobsters or they have lobsters and they give away them they that's what they trade they give you the lobster which uh 
<laughs> that's it how, gets complicated that's, really quick. If you ever watch any TV show mm-hmm. that's like you know long running, they do an episode quite like this where they say fuck money and they make their own currency, mm-hmm. and then it ends up where they give all this currency away and they're like instead of doing the barter system where you do this one, they make this whole big old fucking chart of because you do that one, he does that one, and then the the first two, it's like more, much easier if we just said here's here's some paper that says. I uh, this is worth something, right? Mm-hmm. This is worth the money that you're worth to give me. That's I, I think that's why the Federal Reserve is okay at this point. But when it comes to the fractional uh, yeah. banking, that's when it's really fucky. Mm-hmm. And then just printing money, like not like a casino at all. A casino will back up that money. Yeah. You go to a casino with ten dollars and you turn that into a million. Guess what? You're gonna wa- pay it out. You'll get a million dollars. Yeah. You know, right bottom there. fucking line. <laughs> you take that million dollars, put it in the bank, try to pull out that a million dollars oh, again. They're they're gonna they're gonna have a There's heyday a, with now that. we have a problem. Yeah, exactly. You bring in a million dollars, say, Oh great, thank you. We'll take care of that for you. Oh, uh, you know what I changed my mind, I want to hold on to that, put it under my bed. They go, Oh, I can only give you a ten uh, a hundred thousand dollars right now. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Come so, back come back in, in a couple weeks and we'll we'll try and have something's that real fucky about that yeah. shit. Not not good, not good. All right. So what are some of the pros and cons between free market and regulated markets? Well, okay, so laissez-faire capitalism is supposed to be like free, free market, free enterprise, but that sadly just just doesn't doesn't exist. Um, the market nowadays, the economy, businesses are so heavily regulated that it's it actually uh, it, it's it's detrimental to small business owners, you know, entrepreneurs. It because it, it forces them to become more concerned with staying within the you know the regulations that the government sets out instead of focusing on their business now now don't get me wrong regulations you know are good there are some regulations that that work out like uh, for existence your driver's license I mean that that's a regulation I mean, no, it's not necessarily on business but that is a regulation nonetheless you, you want to know that if somebody's operating a motor vehicle, that they have the knowledge, the physical capabilities, and you know that they know how to operate a motor vehicle within the local traffic well, laws. Well, they thought that, and they go, "Well, fuck, people are stupid fucking idiots. What do we do now? <laughs> let's make let's make them pay for insurance monthly." Yeah, and see, so that's where exactly. insurance comes from. That's I'm where sure. that comes up. Yeah, where you have to maintain, you know, at least in the state of Texas, minimum liability insurance. Um, you know, and you can take it up even further, but let's, let's focus on this, um, here up until 2006, talking about just, just ridiculous regulations, uh, up until 2006, if you lived in Kentucky and a couple other, uh, states here in the union, and let's say you wanted to, to braid hair just either as a, as a side business or make that your main business, um, you had to go through a, uh, a cosmetology course that, you know, they would range from, you know, 1800 hours of training, um, dealing with hair, and most of these courses wouldn't even touch on braiding hair. Um, but yet, if, you, if that's what you wanted to do as a business, you had to go through and spend $20,000 to take this course if all you wanted to do was braid hair. Now, thankfully, the people fought it and changed that regulation to where if, that's, if you're not operating any sharp you know, scissors, razors, or not having any chemicals, then you don't need to. You just need to apply for a simple business license, which, of course, is another regulation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, so it goes to show you, you know, if you want to fight, you know, it, you know, it can be done. Um, but, yeah, it's it, regulations. They're they're good. You know what? They have common sense regulations. And then there's some that are just so outlandish. Um, like what? Well, here's one here in Texas. Uh, we've all seen, you know, going out of business, you know, re- you know, 80 percent off stuff like that. 
um, here in Texas, if you own a business and for whatever reason you're going out of it, you know, you're shutting your doors forever, there's a very strict and specific set of regulations that permits you or and permits that you must acquire before you can actually have and even advertise the sale. Um, let's see. And I actually had the PDF. You can't uh, just say, up. hey, we're going out of no, business. Here's, no, no, uh, no. Everything's Everything must go 80% off. If so you, anytime it, you've seen that, they've gone through a regulation yes. to do that. Mm-hmm. And if they haven't, it's a class A misdemeanor for every offense. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's it's ridiculous. But yeah, you have to go through this and it's it's very strict. I want to say the se- the going out of business sale can only last 120 days at most and that that starts from the time that you apply for the license. So if they, you know, bullshit around and take three and a half months to give you that license, you've only got half a month to do that sale. So they're, you know, affecting your business, which I mean, you're already going out of business, so chances are you're trying to just get rid of that product at cost. Um so, you know, to alleviate, you know, any overhead that you've got. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, you, it has to happen in like 120 days and you, there, it's, uh, you, you can only make a certain amount of money over what you paid for the product. And you have to list, you have to go through and do an inventory of every single item that you're going to have on this uh, going out of business sale. And once your 120 days is over, none of those items that were listed can be sold at all. Really? And who's yeah. it, who they have to keep it? They can't I, sell yeah, it. Yeah, I guess they have to eat the cost on it. Holy shit. Yeah. It's I mean, in me, I I I want to be a future business owner. Now, I don't want to I don't know if I want to sell physical products, but there are businesses that, out here that uh that I deal with I don't deal with them on a daily, but I have heard of them where they will buy out businesses like that mm-hmm. so that they don't have to eat the cost. And I didn't know about that. I said, "Oh, that's a shitty fucking, you know, guy they they prey on these you thought companies. they're trying to move in on them but no that's absolutely they're kind of doing them a favor they're kind of doing absolutely doing a favor i thought mm-hmm. they were kind of dicks about it but no yeah if they have to eat that whole cost mm-hmm. they're saving their ass giving them the minimum they want or whatever they want and they'll buy all their espresso machines or ice cream machines and yeah. whatnot <laughs> totally makes fucking sense yeah. i yeah, some people are heroes out there but they're you know it's well, and then and then I'm sure they they turn around and flip those for you know a do. good profit. You know, they so. throw it in the auction, and yeah, people bring their shitty machines to us to fix. You know, mm-hmm. that's how it goes, yeah. man. Yeah, fucking right. So, I mean, what do you, I mean? What what's your whole take on like the economy and and just the dollar system? Like, what? Man, I grew up in it. Um, money is the root of all fucking evil. It makes people ugly. I think it's it's the the hunger for money that yeah the greed. That, I know a guy mm-hmm. will not mention names that he you know works his ass off and which is a good thing. He works really hard just to make this money, but there's no time for hanging out with friends anymore. Mm-hmm. There's none of that. He, he he needs to and he tells me oh uh, uh you know I want to have an, an Audi four uh, uh Audi four or whatever he says in a house you know and I I, I get you mm-hmm. who doesn't want yeah, that stuff everybody wants nice things but he gets so greedy and it's not greedy if he says he it's not greedy I work for it I work really hard and I guess you're right but it's making you feed for something when you you don't need that stuff mm-hmm. you know you have a place you're living in a place right like what do you need a house for you know yeah. uh, I pay this rent here I don't have to worry about any other property taxes I just worry about my my thousand dollar rent you know that's about Woo! it you know <laughs> fucking right dude it's fucking expensive yeah and he wants to living. live in a Let's, whole house you know mm-hmm. what the fuck you want to live in a i get the house thing it's great you you want a piece of land that's one thing mm-hmm. i think that you should do with your money yes is buy land mm-hmm. because god only made so much of it and there's no more yeah there's no more left to be made 
Unless you uh, live near a volcano area, so I guess there's that. <laughs> Hawaii, it's continually expanding. So, what do you think about uh, money, man? I'm kind of like that. Like money, it's it's what it's a necessary evil, you know. I mean, and you I need think it you to ju- live, but exactly. Who gives a shit? I don't give a shit about it. Yeah, I mean, I think you know. Uh, generally, you know, the mass public has become slaves to you know trying to to make money, and I mean, it's not like they. I mean, you have to live, you know, you have to have a place to live, you have to have food, you have to have, you know, clothing, but I think we definitely live in a consumer-based society here in the U.S. where, I mean, if we were to turn on the TV right now, if it weren't the show, it w- if it commercials, it's telling us, oh, buy this, you need this, you know, you have to have this, get this, and it's it's just an endless uh, dead loop system, um, just keeps going around and around and around. You know, and keep buying you, this, and you, it's it going to make you feel better. We're, we're yeah. totally used to it now. We that's all we see is the commercials. I actually don't watch commercials anymore. Mm, no, because brilliant people made things like Netflix and Hulu Plus without uh, commercials, it's, and I never have to watch them again. Yeah. Now YouTube is kind of being a little cocksucker about there. it, where it's like every video you're going to see a fucking God. ad, man. And you get to watch five seconds of it and say skip, or they sometimes they make you sit through. Sometimes the whole you got to sit through the whole, or even you know, minute thirty seconds. Yeah, those those they're, suck. They're forcing these things, but that's how they're doing their business. Well, know? I mean, they they have to make money too. But there we go again. It's like people have to make money. I guess you have to make money, but what the fuck is money? It's paper that we can make ourselves, but that's illegal. Yeah, yeah but a that's private cor- counterfeit. A, yeah, a, a private corporation can totally make it all they want, and it's totally fine. You know, what's the difference between me making some and them making some? I guess, what if I told them, hey, um, I'm going to make $1,000, you know, and I'm going to make give it out. Just put it on your ledger. That's fine. You guys are going to make it anyways, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doing you a favor. I'm totally. It's like, <laughs> hey, I'm letting you guys know. Put it on your fucking ledger. Fuck you guys. I like that. I'm, I'm going to call up the Fed and say, hey, you know what, guys? The federal low lo- yeah. serve? Yeah, take, take the day off. I got you. <laughs> hey, guys, I got this here. Just get all I need is one of those plates and uh, the paper. Oh, that's all you need is just one of those plates. God, if anybody's got one of those, let us know. Email us. us. Emergency exit podcast. I I doubt anyone's got that. (laughs) Well, anyways, man, is there anything else we can talk about this economy? Oh, man, we can we can can just keep going with it. I mean, it's how deep do you want to go with it? Well, you know, I do have a little bit of news that we can talk about. We can do some news. So uh, that was great, you guys. Uh, let's uh, let's go to the news. We got the news with Nick and Lois. Nick's not here. We coming at you, coming with the light. We got the news. We've got the news. We got the news. We've got the news. Yeah. We got the news with Nick and Lois. Lois and Brandon. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Bilderberg. It's not just oh. a fucking name. Yeah. What is the Bilderberg? Oh, Bilderberg man. The Group. Bilderberg Group, yeah. Um, it's it's a collection of, what, probably hundreds of uh, big high-end banking officials. Yeah, uh, sort of. War, uh, country leaders, uh, big influential type people that meet together. Um, what is, it, is it once a year, right? Once a year in yeah. June, and actually just happened for us. So it happened uh, June uh, Ended on Sunday, I think. To the 4th or 1st uh, to the 3rd or 4th, whatever. Sure. Now, they've been a, they've been a huge secret for, for years. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the first time that we've actually seen that they've put out their agenda, mm-hmm. and they put out who's actually and there. And who's there. I, I actually went through that list, and it was pretty impressive. There are some people that are out there. Now, they actually have a website. You can go to BilderbergMeetings.org, mm-hmm. and it's the 
official website. So let's uh, read a little bit about the Bilderberg meeting since it's we need some fucking yeah, yeah music give it for a bit. Since its inaugural meeting in 1954, <laughs> Bilderberg has been an annual forum for informal discussions designed to foster dialogue between Europe and North America. Each year, between 120 to 150 political leaders and experts from the industry, finance, academia, and the media are invited to take part in the meeting. So, by the way, I don't think the media is actually there because they would have reported on it, I think. Yeah. Or maybe not. <laughs> About two-thirds of the participants uh, come from Europe, and the rest are from North America. One-third from politics and government, and the rest are from other fields there. The meeting is a forum for informal discussions about megatrends and major issues facing the world. The meetings are held under the Chatham House Rule, which states that participants are free to use the information received, but neither the identity nor the affiliation of the speakers, nor any other participant. Uh, uh, <laughs> <part> <laughs> I can't fucking say the word right now. Participant may Participant, be revealed. Participant, that's right. So, just to clarify on that, they can they can Fuck, go like afterwards after the meeting and and talk about it, but they can't specify who said something, you right? Is that really, what that's you saying? You can't say anything. I mean, you could use the information received to like, you know, get something moved forward, like a bill or mm -hmm. something. I don't know what they're talking about. They are very secretive about it. They're very vague. But nor you cannot say. That you heard it at this Bilderberg because right. it doesn't exist. It mm -hmm. just does not exist. Well, up until a couple, probably you know, a couple handful of years ago, it was all just a conspiracy. You know, if you mentioned Bilderberg, there, people would be like, "Oh, you got your tin foil hat in your uh, in your back pocket there." A lot of people say that the the euro was started there. Yeah, and, and, the, and well, the, and the, the entire EU. European Union. Yeah, 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 yeah. They say that. I mean, they're not going to admit it because they oh, just of course don't. Not. It also says right here at the very last thing. It says there are no detailed agenda. There is no detailed agenda, no resolutions are proposed, no, no votes are taken, and no policy statements are issued. It's weird. But now, something that's been secret since 1954 is all of a sudden not a secret. They weren't ever called Bilderberg. They don't have a name. No, they don't even have a name. That's given off of where the initial meeting the was. Uh, right. Bilderberg, where, I feel like it was uh, Sounds like Hungary a or something. Sounds like Germany it, to me. Somewhere, you know, Bohemia. Oh, speaking of... Bohemia, Bohemian Grove. Yes, Bohemian coming Grove up. is coming next week. But anyways, I wanted to talk about this a little bit because it's not always in America. And mm -hmm. there's something called yeah. Logan's uh, Logan's Act, which has never never been prosecuted before. And it basically means that uh, any private citizen can't go and talk to uh, someone in a foreign nation and uh, create policies on behalf of the their government. It's just illegal. But the thing is, no one's been prosecuted for it, and there's no way we can prove that they're they're starting anything. Or the all I know is that their agenda to the, this uh, what's their agenda here um, doesn't matter, anyways. Um, but they talk <laughs> about they're going to talk about Trump. You know, oh, yeah. what are they going to do about Trump? But they, it's, the thing is, they're just going there to talk. Mm -hmm. That's what they're saying. Yeah, just like you and me, just going here to talk. No agenda. I think that's bullshit. And why not just fucking televise it? Just be open like about it, transparent. C-SPAN, they're, they're yeah. all about, no one watches that shit. Might as well just air it on that. <laughs> no one's watching C-SPAN. Like fucking A. I like uh, that, yeah. Just put it Just put it on there. Nobody's watching, and then so that way when it comes up, we can be like, no, it was it was there. It's on C-SPAN. Let's look at these uh, meetings here. They had oh. a, the September 1959. It happened in Turkey. Mm. And uh, let's see. They reviewed the development since the last conference. So they're, they're reviewing the... Developments. 
Mm-hmm. So things that have happened. Things that they were planning in the previous one, they're checking in on how they're going. You know, but what was going on in '59? Can we think of anything off the top? Fuck, of my I don't know, man. Yeah, not off the top of my head. Just a few years later, the Beatles came around. That's about it. Maybe that's what they were planning. But look at uh, so it's every year it's uh, we got Turkey in '59, '58. It was England. Where was it at this year? Uh, it was in Virginia, West Virginia. Oh, here in the states. It was right by uh, the White House. Really? And Infowars, hmm. which I'm going to plug them a bit, which they don't need any plugging. <laughs> They're way bigger than CNN these days. It's crazy. Um, but they went to a Trump rally there, and then they gathered a bunch of people to come and walk down the street to the Bilderberg fucking meeting at the Hilton or wherever that, and just protest and talk. And I think this is a whole fucking play. I don't actually think that they're actually there, but here's the, uh, here's the thing first. So they're over there, and they have all this security. Mm-hmm. They have all these, and it's policemen. And it's all boarded up, and it's paid for by the city. Who's paying for that wow, shit? Wow, the city is paying Who's for that? Who's paying for, for that For them shit? to come and have this meeting? Well, the cops are there, for one, you know? Okay, I yeah. mean, I guess you can donate to the cops, but who's paying for that? Yeah, but it's still coming out of taxpayer money. I'm sure the donation's going to a different fund. It's like uh, having a party. Say, hey, man, I'm having a party. You know, I need uh, $5,000. Uh, just give me $5,000. We need this. We're going to put this uh, swimming pool in, you know? And you're like, oh, Jeez. sweet, when's the party? I'm like, no, wait a minute. You're not invited yeah, to the party, bro. Yeah, you're not bro. invited. <laughs> That's exactly what this is whole this whole wow. thing's about. They, they're just fucking with you, Bilderberg. But we don't know what's actually going on, and it's all fucking speculation and hearsay. But the bottom line is that these elite are coming there, and they're discussing something. You know, you could do that at your own fucking place. You can go to their own your own building if you're going to talk to people. There's conference rooms oh, yeah. and private buildings all over the place that you run yourself. Instead, you go to a hotel and you use taxpayers' money to secure your location and block it off from everybody so nobody can come in. Yeah. And those cops are standing there getting paid by us. Yeah. And we can't go in there. Mm-hmm. We what have the no fuck? access. Um, didn't they uh, plant a whole bunch, like an uh, extra amount of trees around the hotel just I heard for about more that. privacy? They, put, they absolutely put a bunch of trees around yeah. it just for three days of sitting yeah. around in a fucking thing. And I, I've seen some pictures leaked out where they're in like bath robes, like these white robes, standing mm-hmm. at the windows, smiling and like, laughing at the people that are standing. <laughs> Having a glass of scotch. Yeah, they got their brandy snifter <laughs> there. Anyways. Wow. So next, uh, next, uh, next month, which is a uh, July. We're going to be doing a build, uh, not a Bilderberg, excuse <laughs> me, a Bohemian Grove episode again. We did our first one. Uh, it actually was emergency exits number uh, number one episode, was, yeah. not our number one episode, our first, first episode. <laughs> and we talked about what goes on there, or at least what we think goes on there. So, guys, stay tuned for that. Other so than that, how much? Like, I wonder, is there any crossover from the Bilderberg to the Bohemian Grove? There's got to be, right? Hard to say, man. They, from what I understand. It's a lot. I mean, who knows? Bill uh, Bill Clinton was at one of these Bilderberg meetings, you know, mm-hmm. and he was said to have been at uh, Bohemian Grove as well. So it seems uh, seems true that they are probably correlated with each other, perhaps. Yeah. Maybe this is where they do their business, mm-hmm. and then they go. But the thing is about Bilderberg meetings is that it, there's fe- me, uh, males and females. Mm. Oh, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, Co-ed. I'm not sure. It's co-ed. No, I, I remember seeing a couple of females on, so, uh, on the list. But Bohemian Grove is all males. Mm-hmm. They say the sausage party. They try to say it's not in, anymore, but it, but it still is. Yeah. They're 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 cocksucking each other. <laughs> so maybe in these b- meetings, they 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 business in June, party in July. Yeah, and they they fuck each other and whatever they're doing. Who yeah, gives a shit hey, what they're whatever. doing? But they're doing something secretive. They're doing a mock human sacrifice uh, to start off the whole Bohemian Grove. It's some bullshit. We'll talk more about that next yeah. month. 
stay tuned for that. But as far as like the the secretive meetings, like I'm not like okay. So you say secretive meeting, and that just kind of gives uh, in in lore of of just nefarious you know ideas and tactics going on, but. You know, I mean, it, it, I, of course, it's all about privacy. You know, they want their privacy to talk and discuss about whatever they want to discuss. But and if it were just a regular person, that's fine. But since these are, you know, leaders of, you know, countries and of big, you know, establishments, government organizations, I feel like they shouldn't um, they shouldn't they shouldn't necessarily be allowed to have these top secret meetings because, you know, like the the people, like we need transparency. We we would like to know what They're is all going on. We're just gonna on. hide behind the guise of national security. No, we're just hanging out. Yeah, yeah or it's a, it could be a threat to national security. That's all. That's all they're gonna do, and that's all they need to say. And then, you know, Americans are going to be like, you know what? They're right. We don't want them tell heads learning about what our what we do in uh, June. Like, oh, God damn it. I hate this fucking country sometimes, oh, man. Yeah, it's 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 questionable. But they do it for us, I suppose. Yeah. You know, fucking shit, dude. You know, thank you guys for joining us, yeah. man. We loved uh, having you guys here. We talked about an hour for straight about the, the economy, all that good stuff. That was a fast hour. Dude, we yeah, we ripped right through it. Yeah. And uh, there, there's still so much more untold. I we mean, scratched, we could do we just several episodes on this. I mean, we could do several episodes on just the Fed and their their questionable practices. And we can we still can. Let us know if uh, you want us to go into more detail about the Fed or anything please, else. Please. We we are open to listener requests. Check us out on Facebook. Emergency Exit Podcast. Give us a like. And if you're lucky, you can find our secret group on there as well. Yeah. Um, what else? On Twitter, we are known as EMEXPod. We've been uh, streaming live on YouTube. Uh, Brandon, anything, uh, parting words for our admiring fans? Just um, make it quick. Don't be a slave to the dollar. Don't be a slave to the dollar. It's a good advice. Make your money because you need it to live in this world. We live in this uh, society that... That needs this fucking money. But you don't need the dollar to enjoy yourself. Well, thank you guys for listening. I'm Los. This is Brandon. We're doomed. (laughs) That's right.